Good morning and welcome to our daily word and prayer. My name is Tom Short, so glad to have you along with us today as we get into the word of God, talk about it, and allow it to transform our lives. And indeed, one of the most important areas to be transformed is what we're going to talk about this morning. And that is we're talking about our speech. We can stand out as being different by having godly speech, gracious speech, kind speech, loving speech in a world filled with harsh speech, gossip, slander, meanness, cruelty, people destroying one another with their words. Indeed, death and life are in the power of the tongue, in the power of your tongue, my tongue, all of our tongues. Wherever we go, we want our tongue to bring what is gracious, good, and life-giving. Brothers and sisters, what an exciting thing that we can be those who give life to others through our tongue. But as we've been seeing this week, we got a problem. And that is like James tells us in James 3, verse 8, that the, no one can tame the tongue. He's talking, he talks here about all the animals and all the different of the earth, different animals. And he says that we've tamed all of them, but this little tongue, who can tame the tongue? It's a restless evil. It's full of deadly poison. And it's like the, the rudder of a ship that steers a big, powerful ship with big, powerful uh, winds. And yet that little rudder guides it. Even so, no matter how big you are, no matter how strong you are, no matter what power you have, it's that tongue that steers your life, steers it, that affects so many things. So the truth is, no one can tame the tongue. And that's something you've got to accept because so often what we try and do is, you know, our tongue gets us in trouble. Our words get us in trouble. Oh my goodness, I've said things that I've, oh, I wish I could take back. I've said things that I shouldn't have said. I'll bet you have too. And it's gotten me in trouble. And I've said, well, I'm just going to learn to keep my mouth shut. Well, some people maybe can learn to do that, but sooner or later, it comes out, we speak up, and if we don't say what's right, we get in trouble. So how do you, what do you do then? Well, Jesus gives the answer, and that's found here in Matthew chapter 12, verse 34 and 35. He's speaking to the Pharisees, and he says to them, you brood of vipers, how can you, being evil, speak what is good? He gives us a real clue here. And by the way, that was a pretty strong thing for Jesus to say to the Pharisees, to say to someone to call them a brood of viper, but to realize if they're a brood of vipers, they're evil. And if they're evil, they're not speaking what is good. He goes on to say, the mouth speaks out of that which fills the heart. This is the key. You can't tame the tongue because the tongue will always speak what's in the heart. What's filling your heart is going to come out through your words. And so what do you do? If you can't tame the tongue, you can you work on your heart. And this is the key to, to gracious speech. This is the key to godly speech. Don't the, the tongue is the symptom. The heart is the cause. Work on the cause of the problem. If you've got bad speech, if you say bad stuff, if, if your speech is always getting in your trouble, if you're saying things that cause conflict, unnecessary, ungodly conflict, 
What's the problem? The mouth, your tongue is the symptom. The heart is the issue. And so work on the heart is what Jesus is saying. The good man, he goes on to say, brings out of his good treasure what is good, and the evil man brings out of his evil treasure what is evil. The mouth speaks from what fills the heart. Give an example of this if I could, if you bear with me for a little story of mine. Early in my Christian life, I'd been, I'd been saved maybe two or three years, and I had to get my wisdom teeth out. And I was put all the way under, and I knew I was going to come out of this, out of the anesthesia, and there'd be a period of time when I would say, I wouldn't know what I was saying. What was ever in my heart was going to come out with no filter whatsoever. Now, my brother had had his wisdom teeth out a few years earlier, and when my mother was with him there in in the uh, uh, recovery room, Oh my goodness, as he was coming out of his anesthesia, he said some things and he had some words that my that shocked my mother that she had no idea he knew. And it became quite a story in our home. Well, here I was now a Christian, and I remember, I know that before I was saved, I had a mouth just like that. I I was an athlete. You know, you 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 don't if you miss a basket on you've got to cuss, you've got to swear, or else no one will pass you the ball again. You've got to act like you're disgusted with yourself, you're not gonna miss again. So I, my mouth was as filthy and ugly and dirty as anyone else's. And here now I'm a Christian. And I'm talking about a Christian. I've been witnessing and witnessing to my family. And I'm going to get my wisdom teeth out. And I might know my mom's going to be sitting there next to me in the recovery room. And for this period of time, uh, there's going to be no filter, no self-control. Whatever's in my heart, whatever's filling my heart is going to come out. And I was going to be recovering from pain, from having my teeth operated on. I made it a matter of prayer. I went into that time, oh Lord, don't let me ruin my testimony. Don't let me don't let me shock my mother as my brother had. And I knew I was fully capable of it. I prayed and prayed and prayed. You know what verse came you know what happened when I woke up? There was a verse. Praise the Lord. God gave a verse coming out of my mouth. Second Corinthians chapter one verse four. Blessed be the God and Father of our, our Lord Jesus Christ, the God of mercies, God of all comfort, Father of mercies and God of all comfort, who comforts us in all of our affliction so that we may comfort those who are in any affliction with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. That was the verse coming out of my mouth. That's what I was saying. That was a testimony to my mother because it wasn't, she didn't know I was just forcing myself. That was in my heart. That was in my soul. That was spilling out. And what a verse to say when you're coming out of surgery. It had an effect upon her. It was a testimony. Friends, fill your heart with the word of God because you, you can't tame the tongue, especially if you're coming out of surgery with an anesthesia. You can't tame your tongue, but you can be filled with the, with the words of God and the treasure of God. And that's what he goes on to say here. The good man brings out of his heart good treasure. The good, the good man brings out of his good treasure what is good. The evil man brings out of his evil treasure what is evil. Now, when we think of this word evil, what should or treasure? What should we be thinking of? Well, my mind goes to Psalm one nineteen verse eleven. Your word, I have treasured in my heart, that I may not sin against you. Of course, then the King James and many of us learned a song to this. Your word have I hidden in my heart. But the New American, which I like, 
And I, this uh, translation I tend to use says, your word I have treasured in my heart. Can I encourage you not only to fill your heart with the word of God, but to treasure it? This is an important thing for us. Don't just get the word of God in your mind and your heart, but treasure it. What's a treasure? It's something you value, something you love, something you think is important. How do you treasure something? The Bible says where our treasure, Jesus said where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. He told us to store up treasures in heaven, not treasures on earth. So the way I understand this, uh, what we treasure can be choices we make. And when you make choices, your heart will follow. And so this is, it's real simple. I mean, seriously, I'm, you know, I'm an, I'm a sports fan. I don't deny it. I'm a sports fan. I like my Ohio State Buckeyes. I watch the games. And because I choose to watch the games, I value the team. I learn the team players. I learn their stats. I watch, I make a choice that causes me to really like them. And my heart follows, I'll admit. I used to be, when we lived in Atlanta, in San Diego, I was a big fan of the Atlanta Braves baseball team. But you know what? I've stopped watching them recently. I've stopped watching them since we moved to Columbus 20 years ago, 20-some years ago. Now I can't name a player on the team. They're, they're not, I'm not treasuring them anymore. I didn't make the choice to watch them, to value, and so my heart's no longer with the Braves like it once was. I use this as a metaphor to say we can do the same thing with the Bible. What you choose to give attention to, what you choose to value with the use of your time, with the use of your resources, what you choose to value is what will be your treasure. And where your treasure is, your heart will follow. Matthew chapter six is where Jesus spoke about this. I don't have the verse up today, but that's what your heart will follow. If you want to have a good treasure, choose, choose to value and give your time to that which is good and your heart will follow, and then it will spill out because that's what will fill your heart. It's a choice we make. Your heart is not just uh, willy-nilly. Your heart follows the choices you make, and then it reinforces because then you love it and you make those choices over and again. You're in a good cycle of developing the right thing. On the other hand, you fill your heart with evil things, gossip, slander, pornography, the, the lust, a love of money. You fill your heart with these things. You choose these things. And before you know, your heart gets eaten up in it and becomes filled with it. That's what you treasured. That's your heart followed it. So my friends, I mean, can't help but say what we do here today, every day, what we do today, what we do every day here. We make choices to get in the word of God. I am, I'm so encouraged to see people come here day after day after day to meet some of you, to know some of you. Some of you I don't even know. You leave your uh, something in the chat. Many of you I do know, but I see that you're serious. You're making a choice. God sees that. You have chosen to treasure the word of God. You've chosen to make it a priority and it will grow in your life and you'll grow to love it. Now, I, this is the only place you can do that. I encourage you to learn how to study the word on your own. Do both. It's not either or, it's both and. But when you make these choices, you're going to be filling your heart with good treasure. And if you fill your heart with good treasure, it's going to spill out. Talking about things we talk about here. 
You'll talk about through the day. It's just the way it is. So you can't tame your tongue. It's going to, I'm just sorry. If you're filling your heart with bad stuff, you're going to have bad stuff coming out of your mouth. If you're filling your heart with good treasure, the treasure of God's word, of love for other people, of good, pure, and holy things, that will come out of your mouth. It's just, it's the way it is. That's what Jesus said. That's what James warned us about. It's what, it's the secret. It is the secret to godly speech, to good speech. Fill your heart with the treasure of God's word. Oh, Father, we bless you today. Thank you for the treasure you've given us. Thank you for the word of God. We value it. We love it. It is rich. It's filled with wealth. It teaches us how to live, how to think, how to prevail, how to be victorious, how to be filled with joy. Lord, how to be filled with love. Everything we really want as we fill our soul, our heart with the treasure of your word, it it will affect us and it will make our speech attractive godly, uh, wonderful, life-giving. Oh, we want to have life in the power of our tongue. We want our our tongue to give life wherever we go, not death. And so might we fill our heart with the treasure of your word so that out of that good treasure, we will bring forth what is good. Help us, Lord, if we have filled our heart with bad stuff, just to stop doing it, to get the gook out, to realize, Lord, the more we fill our heart with the truth of your, the treasure of your word, it'll just wash out that bad stuff. Help us to be patient, to realize this is a process. It doesn't happen overnight, but you, we can day by day, day by day, be cleansing our heart with the truth and treasure of your word so our mouth will speak what is good and giving of life. We bless you. We love you. We thank you for this time, this, this wonderful principle that we seek to obey. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. I'll tell you, I hope you love the Word of God. I do. I wish I got in it more. It's Every time I get in it, it just builds me up. I hope it does the same for you. But it's so easy to, to neglect it. It's so easy to neglect the habit. We've got to make choices and then carry through on them. And that discipline of getting in the Word, it'll bless your life. So if you're new today, I hope you'll join us regularly. We're here every morning, 8.30 a.m. live, but you can listen later in the day or watch later in the day or listen on the Apple, Spotify, or Google platforms. I hope if you're new, subscribe to the channel, leave a comment, like the video, share with your friends. It all matters, okay? Make a commitment, make a decision, join us regularly. And to those of you here every day, I want you to know I really do love you guys. You bring me joy every day. You, you, you bless me to know that you're giving me the privilege, the opportunity to speak God's word and God's treasure into your life. I love you guys. So glad to be together. And so until we meet tomorrow, might God strengthen you, bless you, and fill your heart with that good treasure that we have. I love you. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.